Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on the group chat show. I'm Clarissa. This is Tristan. It's your boy Amari. And we just be recording whenever we get time. Um, it's been like six months, so uh, I don't know. Catch everybody up. Girl, it ain't a, yeah, I don't even want to do a catch up. Like, I, I just, <sighs> skip me, skip me, skip me. Skip you. Um, I mean, so much has happened this decade. <laughs> um, yeah, arts in action is a thing. Planning a virtual camp. So if you listen to this and you know children who live places, find me on arts in action. Uh, find me on arts in action. Find me on Facebook. Uh, arts in action and yeah sign up your person for my camp it's going to be a lot of fun we have activities for like different age levels and different um areas of the arts so yeah um other than that child i don't i've been doing a whole lot of laying around ain't much really to catch up on shit i wish Okay, Portia, you do have some updates. Yeah, because I'm back working every day. Um, I actually have an assistant and my mom is back, mm. so I'm not super tired anymore. Um, and I also have two seven-year-olds with me, so that's been dope. Um, so I've turned them into, I mean, I've, I've unofficially put them in a leadership camp slash freedom school slash um making up for the last two or three months of this school so i'm having a good time i actually just yeah. uh went to church just now now i don't even know last time i went to church before the rona so that was interesting probably not going back it's just like it was before i stopped going okay that's it um i think the last time we recorded i don't i don't know i had did we talk about my dad's daycare day because i don't know if we talked about that here but it went extremely no. well Mm-mm, that was just like two uh, weeks ago yeah tell us so one of the bloggers that i follow she posted my link my wish list link um and because of black love and white guilt I was able to build an outdoor classroom for my kids. And once the wish list was filled, um, people started sending money and that's how I was able to afford an assistant because that's really the most expensive part of being a business owner, um, paying for quality help and, and being able to pay something that is not disrespectful to the person that I want to work for me. So that that has been a huge load off um, to be able to pay somebody and not feel like I have to go into poverty to pay for help. So that's been great. And it's my mentee. So I love her. I know her. I 
trained her, so I trust her. So that is also great. Um, she's a special educator in Texas. So she not only has the passion, but she got the letters behind her name too. And like I said, I, I literally have trained her. She's worked for me before. So it feels good to have somebody who I don't have to handhold. And I also don't have to worry about whether or not she's gonna treat the kids well. Um, so that's been great. Like since I reopened, my only complaint is that I have to wake up early in the morning. Um, but that is a small price to pay compared to how my life was pre quarantine. Uh -huh. So um, yeah, I just really feel grateful. Like while four hundred thousand black businesses have closed, and apparently COVID is crushing the childcare industry. I am operating more efficiently and effectively and happily than ever before. So I feel good. Fantastico. Fantastico. Um, all right. So we decided that if we were going to record that we wanted to make our episodes about joy and essentially joy as an act of resistance. It's just so much going on right now. And I don't think I personally could sit here and record and talk about those things another millisecond. Um, so, you know, we have control over the space, so why not make it about joy? Um, so we thought that we would highlight some black excellence, uh, things going on, some things that have been making us happy and joyful. And I guess any, I get, I think too, you know, any positive movements or areas of, I don't know what the word I'm looking for that have come out of this time. So either of you want to go first? My bad, I was on mute. I want to go. Okay. So like I said, daycare is going good. But also, um, it really was a big deal to me to know how eager my kids' parents were to bring them back. Because while social media is debating about whether or not to send their kids to school, because they don't trust the schools to keep the kids safe, my, my kids' parents are like, oh, okay, just let us know. You're feeling better? All right, we'll be back whenever you're back. And that, just, that was just a real bucket filler. Like, wow, they really trust me. And, you know, like, Tristan, you done had a whole baby. You grow a person in your body. You don't just give them to anybody to take mm -hmm. care of. So that right. was a big deal, it, like, especially considering the fact that I had the freaking virus. But they still were like, okay, we trust that you're going to put the right stuff in, in place and handle it. And, um, like, everybody's been super receptive to the new procedures and stuff so that also um just makes my days better so yeah that that was a big deal um just feeling trusted that has definitely added to my ability to have a positive attitude about working every day while all my friends are off for the summer now mm -hmm. i mean i'm not but you know i feel you hmm um, one thing that has brought me joy is not Carlton Banks IG. Um, he's been going live on like random nights and 
like as different characters. Most of the time he does Lily, um, but he's done Bun a few times and maybe Squint or like uh, Old Girl that be shouting Mary like one time, but mostly Lily. So funny, like people call in talking about mm-hmm. they gonna sing something and like he drags them, makes fun What's of What's Instagram? Not Carlton Banks. It's spelled like I tried to find it. Um, Carlton with a K. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So that is like maybe <laughs> glad. Um, I don't always catch them live, and like at the beginning, it was just like you caught it, and then he would delete it. But he started to save some of them. Um, so I've been like kind of when I feel down, just pull it up and watch it for like. 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 minutes or the whole hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Okay. Um, I thought you were talking about Beethoven or something. Uh, I mean, are we doing all of our things? Um, okay. I mean, I'll... I, okay. Um... <laughs> Is somebody laughing? Clarissa? Shambles. Um, I did did chuckle. That was pretty funny. He didn't want to do his whole list. (laughs) Tristan was expecting the whole list, I think. Well, I thought you only did one, Clarissa. I did. But, um, dang, I forgot what I was about to say. I don't know. But, yeah, that was funny to me. Okay. Okay, y'all. Okay. Okay, girl. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that I um, have found during this time, so I think that we talked about on this show about uh, we were talking, or maybe we talked about in our group text messages. Anyway, so um, I do CrossFit, not very well, but I do it. And we were talking about hero workouts in our um group chat. And if you don't know, a hero workout is essentially like this extreme challenging workout that is named after someone who has died in combat and that someone typically is um, a white man and um, usually do them on holidays like Memorial Day, Veterans Day, whatever. Um, And so anyway, we were talking about like, man, I, you know, there should be hero workouts for, you know, people like Tamir Rice or Trayvon Martin or whatever. So I, not or whatever, but I started, um, I ended up finding this one person and her, she's black and another black lady, they made um, this business and it's on Instagram is called iron.roots.athlete. And it says supporting POC, improving their health and fitness through strength sports. So when a lot of the stuff came out about the CEO with CrossFit being a racist, um, they were going in on him and, you know, just demanding to hold athletes, to hold them accountable. They also, um, highlight companies, fitness and strength companies that actually demonstrate diversity in their brand. 
And then they also highlight companies who don't. Um, and then they also started creating these workouts um, like we were talking about in our group chat. So um, there's one for Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Ahmad um, Arbery. I'm saying that right, right? Ahmad? Yeah. Um, shoot, there's one called Fail System. Um, Richard Brooks, a Juneteenth one, and Eric Garner one. So anyway, if you are a person who lifts, does CrossFit, or you're into fitness, you should follow their Instagram, iron.roots.athlete. And yes, that's addressing like, they, they're addressing some of the systemic issues that we said we weren't really going to talk about, but it does bring me joy because as a person who does fitness, a lot of times it's like, you don't really see like, a lot of black women, they're out there, but not in the same space working out together. Never when I go to a CrossFit class, is there more than one or two of us in there? And I mean, black people, not even necessarily black women. I can think of maybe one other black lady that goes to the gym that I go to. We never go to the same class time. So you're always by yourself. Um, so yeah, it just brings me joy that there is like some traction happening with that. And now a lot of the people that I follow individually, like I literally Googled one day black women who do CrossFit and started following those accounts a couple of years ago. Um, all of them like are now coming together with this account and collective to do work. So I thought that's pretty cool. I'm done with that one. Um, other things that have brought me joy. Um, so while all the police brutality and whatnot is stressful, it is energizing to me to see people who previously have not outwardly cared about Black lives now care. And I'm specifically talking about Black people. Um, so that has been uh, giving me hope. Like, oh, okay. So I'm like, all right, you you t uh, uppercase in that B in your letter in your word black now. I, I, I see you and I appreciate it. Like conversations are getting more nuanced and just a lot of stuff is not getting looked over. And um, that's filling to me. Um, like even though it, it feels like everything black is being commercialized, I like um, that blackness is on the forefront right now. Um, that that makes me that makes me joyful, and we're having a lot more conversations about how to how to live freely as opposed to being equal to white people. Like I see a lot more emphasis on just loving blackness as opposed to being like white people, and I appreciate that. I think, yeah, and to pair with that, because you, I think, well, we always talk about this, like, I mean, you grew up in Detroit with nothing but, you know, black people, and that's not my reality. So I think what has also brought me joy is to see that the white people who I do consider friends, um, posting in support of Black Lives Matter, which makes me, you know, I mean, I have assessed you correctly and we can remain friends. 
um, that's also encouraging to know too that you know those people who I consider my friends and they're white they get it and then there's people who I know from the beginning weren't but you know I already knew that so and that's also why you're not my friend but anyway um another thing i've really enjoyed is like the accessibility to black businesses mm -hmm. um so like there's a group now for oklahoma city called the black market um and when i joined a couple weeks ago there were maybe like two or three thousand people and the goal was like to connect black businesses with consumers um mm -hmm. There are like 40,000 people in that group now. And it's actually gotten a little bit overwhelming with like notifications and stuff. <laughs> but it is helpful. Like if I say, oh, like I want some donuts and I can just, you know, search in the group like for a black business that sells donuts, which I did. And I had like a not great experience. So I'm not going back. But right. it was easy to like find that information. And you um, started with them first, so that's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's like also been like really cool to see just like everybody um, like rallying behind black businesses. And even like one of my friends who is black, he went to like a birthday party. They had like a social distance birthday party at the park. Mm -hmm. for this guy and the guy who organized it um wide i would say considerably like you know he's he's well off um but he was like we're having dinner in the park and like i'm not buying food for y'all to eat but like you should go and buy food from a black business and then bring it here to eat at the park that's what the guy said yeah mm. so just seeing like stuff like that has been really cool to see i agree i'll also say that uh social distance birthday parties have brought me joy mm. um so y'all know i be at the little cousin's birthday parties all the time and there's a there's a birthday there's one that has a birthday May 27th and May 31st and June 1st, two on June 10th. And I feel like I skipped one, so I'll just be over um, kid birthdays. But social distance birthday parties, all you got to do is drive up, blow the horn, get a gift, and go home. Like, this is great. Why haven't we been doing this the whole time? Like, I even, I even stayed an extra 10 minutes, like, going above and beyond. Like my cousin was like, we doing this every year because both, both of her kids' birthdays fall in that time. So an outdoor party should be the move anyway. Like turn the water hose on, let's spray the kids, get a hot and ready, get a sing happy birthday, get back in the car. I don't want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Like, I don't have yeah. kids. This is not fun for me. <laughs> like, so let me check up. And pull up, give a hug, or, you know, whatever the social distance equivalent is. Give her her money. You know, she turned 10. Let me give her $10, and I'm going to go. And, and nobody feel a type of way. And it's great. It's great. Like, oh, that's another thing. My family did, like, a trunk or treat. 
for um for Juneteenth because we also did it for Memorial Day and that was something that was dope like Juneteenth was huge at least on social media so that was Uh dope and so with the little trunk or treat everybody brings the same dish that they always bring to all the other stuff you put in our put in the trunk we go around and you know we take some pictures stunt for the gram and then move on it was great. And they picked the um, the place that they would like to um, meet up is the elementary school that's literally two blocks from my house. I was, I'm like, oh, y'all, y'all really trying to help me win in 2020. I walk down the street, get my plate, call Tyrone, see if he want anything. He walked down and then we walked back home. It was awesome. And I also would like to say, I don't even think people with kids actually enjoy Chuck E. Cheese. And I'm not even talking as a person with a child. I just find it hard to believe any grown person actually likes Chuck E. Cheese. But I don't even be able to like, at least, at least I feel like people with kids, you can take picture of your kid having <laughs> yeah. fun. I just be like, yeah. all right. What time yeah. is over? It's over at five. All right, I'll be leaving the house at 430. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's true. That's true. You can't even get no cute pic. Oh God! Cause everybody, everybody else be all over my cousins, so I can't even take pictures of my, my kids, you know, cause everybody else in their face. So I just be sitting there looking simple, like, all right, <laughs> all right, come on, man, what you want? Okay, let me make your plate so we can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, social distance parties have been a blessing. Mario, you got um, something else? Um, I mean, it was kind of a, it wasn't something that I really realized and I haven't fact checked, but apparently black Twitter like lit up the other day because somebody found out that Beethoven was black. Wait, Pop, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were like all these gifs and like, <laughs> videos of niggas doing nigga shit with like Beethoven's music in the back. (laughs) (laughs) In only a way that niggas in black Twitter could do it. Uh, Only yes. Yeah, so that was pretty hilarious to see. Um, My favorite one was the one that was like, I always knew that music hit different. (laughs) Like, no, you did not. Yeah, I mean, I love Beethoven. Um, I have grown, like, a disdain for him. Not necessarily because of, like, him as a person, but because of the way that the classical music world, um, Uh like, heralds him. Um, As far as, like, composers or, like, categories of, like, music that are performed, from like major orchestras, the top, um, the top category is music composed by white men. Um, the second overall category is Beethoven by himself. Um, I, I kind of feel like Beethoven is like the Shakespeare of classical music, like. Even though we don't all have an appreciation for Shakespeare, 
I don't know anybody who hasn't had some kind of experience with it. Even children, because in t- in kids shows, they are always doing some kind of spoof or some kind of um, performance of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And I feel like we all have some kind of connection or experience with Beethoven for whatever reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I ain't got no more. Um, I was hoping that Tristan brought up Stokely because (laughs) videos of him bring me joy. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, they're so cute. I be loving it. Yeah, sorry y'all can't see him. Yeah, I live. Y'all got to see him dance one of these days if Tristan can get a good one from the back, good video from the back, because that little booty shake (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Listen, this morning I'm trying to work out doing step ups on a chair and I'm playing you know music on the speaker for him try to entertain him while I'm working out he comes over to the chair that I'm trying to do my step ups on and starts shaking his butt but you know he can't stand up so you gotta hold on to the chair while he's shaking his butt I, so I'm over here trying to not step on his hands keep working out and he living his best life going down twerking yeah like boy if you don't get your little booty out the way Mm. yeah he's i mean it's good to be able to be around him i mean it's low-key bittersweet i'm glad that i do get to see all of these moments and him develop and stuff but you know right now he's in a transitional phase where he's refusing to (laughs) stick to a schedule um Mm -hmm. so that's not fun um and i like was legit mad at him today like i'm talking i was angry with an 11 month old so it's a thing mm. yeah i mean but if we be real he'd be mad at you too like he'd be going off we just don't know okay what he do said. oh i know what he'd be oh, saying no, he, he, <laughs> he about y'all to get whooping because he'd be cussing i could tell uh-huh. listen y'all see a video where he was ignoring me i was calling his name I was hollering. Hollering. He, he is rude AF. See? That's why he was mad. That was warranted. Uh, it's not ridiculous. Anybody yeah. who can look straight ahead while you standing that close to them <laughs> calling your name, calling your name, you, you can be mad at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was really trying to train you. He's like, if I ignore it, I will it will stop. That's what we do with him. Uh-huh. Like if uh-huh. I ignore this behavior, it will stop. That's what he just did to you. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Sick he of is it. bad. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bottom um, line. I started doing harambe with the kids last week. Mm-hmm. And that has been so fun because, you know, obviously we got a whole routine to something inside so strong. But one of my little bulls, he'd be like, come on, y'all, dance. Come on, mm-hmm. dance. <laughs> like, he don't care mm-hmm. nothing about the lyrics to the song. He don't care nothing <laughs> about the moves that me and Mariah are doing. He's like, come on, dance, dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, forget it. So I didn't think he was paying attention. But later on, he's playing in the house, and he goes, something inside so strong. It made my whole day. Aww. Like, look at you. You've been taking it in this whole time, tricking me. Mm-hmm. He said, I can dance and learn the words at the same time, okay? Period. Period. Too good.
All right, well, oh, y'all, check the time. Oh, uh-uh, oh, Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. All right, close the south, sis. Oh. I mean, because, yeah, because we already know what's in the news. The Rona is rampant. White people doing the most. Police are actually getting fired. Um, Trump uh, went oh, to Tulsa. Um, I got my two, I had my two tickets. So, um... Apparently, they were really disappointed that didn't nobody come. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, something about some dust coming from the Sahara. That's coming. But, you know, it's it's 2020. Anything's possible out here. Birds are chirping louder than they have ever chirped in my life. (laughs) Apparently, there's fireworks going on across the nation at the same time. And Sonna Baldwin is trying to help us figure out what is going on. Um, Any other 2020 news? Girl, no. Okay, so that's all the news. Any music? Or movies or TV shows, books y'all reading? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Invisible Man. I'm featured on that album with some friends. It's a dope album. I'm not just saying that because I'm on it, but like it actually is really good. So I need to play out. it for Stokely again now that he dances more. I'll probably get a better video yes. for Stevie. Yes, do that. Um... What's your college just put out a new album that I've listened to like half of it and it's pretty good? John Legend. Um, and then I read this book. I just finished it. It's called All Boys Aren't Blue, a memoir manifesto mm. by George Johnson. Mm. I know George from Twitter. And then like we have some mutual friends, like people who know him for real. Mm. Um, so they suggest that like I read this book. Um, and it's like a really cool narrative about like him growing up black and queer and like how his family um, like sort of dealt with it. Mm. But also just like, you know, it's a memoir. So he talks about personal stories and stuff, but it's a really, really good book and easy read. Um, it was cool to like see parts of myself in a book. Mm. Um, so yeah, check it out. Um, I've been listening to the newest um, addition to the Hunger Games series. I okay. actually don't, don't even know the name of it, but it's really interesting because I, I haven't even gotten to the point where I can tell how far in the future it is compared to the last book, um, mm. Mockingjay. So that's really interesting because it was kind of like it. I felt like it was over, but in this right. one, they're preparing for the Hunger Games again. Ooh. So I'm I'm not yet far enough in to find out how the Hunger Games has started again. So that has been very interesting um, to listen to, but I I couldn't get into it too much just because. Um, dystopian novels in while we're in the midst of a pandemic and racial uprisings it was a little bit too much for my imagination to handle all at once so I couldn't get too deeply into it um, but I also am listening to Little Fires Everywhere and I am 100% certain okay not 100 but I'm fairly certain uh. that the only things that the book and the series have in common 
are the name of the series and the characters' names. Literally, totally different story. Like, totally different. It's so weird um, and annoying. Like, I, I hate that they, um, that they changed that many parts of it. Um, but, yeah. So, that's what I've been listening to in my free time. All hearts and minds are clear. Um, I think so. Can y'all hear the fireworks? Cause they just started again. I just heard one. Okay, yeah, I heard it. I didn't realize what it was. Yeah, uh, every night at about nine forty, this is when they start around here. Um, mm. but yeah, y'all got any prayer requests? Child, just being a stay-at-home working full-time mom. I mean. You got two and a half jobs, my brother. Mm-hmm. Jeez, Louise. Mari? Um, not at this moment. Uh, y'all can pray for y'all president, though. First of all, you know, I'm going to disrespectful note. Yep, smite them, oh dis- Lord. That's why I pray for him. Him and Pence, Lord, do your thing. I'll be forgetting about that second one. Anyway. We can't forget them because if the Lord smite Trump, we can't end up with Pence. I mean, so I've been having to pray for right. them fervently. I saw um, a picture the other day. I was like, oh, yeah. him. Just a mess. This country is very ghetto. Oh, other thing in the news, we can't even go, we can't go to Europe. They border's not even back open, but they said, when we open back up, America can't come. Like, um, that, is so, that is so that is so ghetto. So um, I need and I need a different passport from a different country, baby. Listen, I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not claiming it's like I need to get a new accent because yeah. I don't need people to when I move to Ghana, because they said we can come home. When I move there, I don't want everybody to know that I'm from here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I don't have no prayer requests. Because it's Friday, so I believe I'll make it through. All right. Thanks for joining us once more and again. Um, We'll see y'all on Facebook and uh, read some books and stay black. If you're not black, send some reparations. Bye. Bye. Holla.